really interested in getting that amount confirmed. I know you've done some independent reporting. I know others are. I know it was like $55 million yesterday. Now it's up to $61 million in reported funds that were given by Chinese entities to, to the university. I'll just tell you, that's a staggering amount of money. It's just, that's a tens of millions of dollars to a university from foreign contacts that all, if, if it's true, I mean, you know, there's a lot more that has to be done, but if that was flowing directly in to support the Biden center, I'll just say this, it's impossible that the FBI didn't know about it yeah. or they must've turned a blind eye to it. You know, I mean, I was the one who, you know, I, I worked on the on on China for many many years. You, you know, we we had an ongoing. It actually started actually as a bipartisan investigation back when I was first on the intelligence committee. Um, we continued that, of course. Then during the Russia hoax, it kind of fell apart. But Republicans kept that investigation going, and now you see the Republicans in Congress actually creating a whole a select committee. You know, which I think was really building off of the work that we did as on the House Intelligence Committee for many many years. And you know, look, I just know that it would, it would be impossible unless the FBI was purposely just forgetting about this this money changing hands. Was then was a former vice president of the United States, then candidate for the presidency of the United States, now president of the United States, had no idea that his son was engaged in the sale of a cobalt mine to a Chinese company at the same time when the centerpiece of Joe Biden's energy policy is electric cars in the United States and more green technology? I mean, come on, folks. That is just crazy. Hunter Biden was readily involved in the transactions dealing with Chinese companies for a mineral that is critical to the Democrat agenda respect, with respect to the Green New Deal. If Congress should not investigate what's going on between Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, then I don't even know what we're doing here, folks. We might as well just wait till the midterms are over. So do you mean to tell me that Joe Biden, who was... You might as well wait. <laughs> if you're not going to investigate him behind this right here, what are you waiting for? You might as well. If you're going to investigate on Trump, you might as well invest. Sorry about that, guys. We have some, having some technical difficulties this uh, this evening. Uh, I'm pretty sure if you you've been watching the Apostolic Conservative Show, uh, you might have heard that quite a few times before. <laughs> but you know what? That's all right because we're gonna get. Welcome, welcome, welcome patriot saints friends and family uh to the apostolic conservative show uh so excited to have you here with us tonight as we are in episode uh where we at 4 uh 44 i believe we are um i don't have things set up but we're uh we're glad to have you guys um i apologize uh 
running behind the eight ball a little bit tonight. We're trying to get some more things set up. Um, we got we're, we're wearing many hats right about now. Um, uh, trying to get a couple of different uh, things going that will benefit us all in the long run. Well, we are the new news in Christian format while debunking the mainstream media. And uh, you have tuned in to the right place at the right time to get information. Uh, remember, guys, all that we show, um, we try to put all the links in the description of the show. So ma no matter what platform you're watching on, you're able to see uh, uh, the links and the original links and you can go back there for yourself uh, and support Patriots who you see um, being displayed that are putting out content um, much like we're doing and uh, we're not uh, we're not in it just for, for ourselves we're in it to help people man and are you not excited about what is going on right now Okay, I said episode 444. Let me correct that right now. Episode 464, uh, Commander and Thief was Hillary Clinton's server in there with your Corvette. You know, I never knew, you know, when back in 2020, when they had the memes going about his, his him and his Corvette. Uh, at that time, it was a red Corvette, I believe it was, but maybe it was this blue Corvette. Uh, they, he was, they had him riding in the in the Corvette. Then we've seen his son riding in the Corvette, you know, shirt off with the, uh, uh, you know, with the uh, uh, scarf blowing in the wind in his uh, in his poopy diaper and all of that. But Joe actually do love this this that, that doggone Corvette, um, and I you know what we got this uh we're asking was the was Hillary's server in there with uh, his Corvette because I know um uh, Ted Cruz was being sarcastic but before we came on uh, at least I I I really hope he wasn't being sarcastic. But in a way, I, I I think he was just trolling people because he he posted the question: Is Hillary is Hillary Clinton's server in there with uh, with the uh, Corvette? You know, Joe talked about how secure the the classified documents was in his in his uh, in his garage. It was in my garage with my Corvette, and you know it was secure secure. What's so crazy about that? This joker down here in Georgia, um, Johnson, Representative Johnson, this joker touting and putting out there on 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 social media and stuff is that he's saying that the FBI or uh, Trump supporters put the doggone classified information in there. Oh. But they forgot to tell Joe because Joe ended up telling and, and telling it all. Classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, look, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, people, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Okay? So it's not like you're sitting out in the street. So the but street anyway. Was in a garage. Yes, as well as my Corvette. Um, but as I said earlier this week, people know, 
I take classified documents and classified material seriously. I also said we're cooperating fully and completely with the Justice Department's review. As part of that process, my lawyers reviewed other places where documents in my, uh, of, from my time as vice president were stored, and they finished the review last night. They discovered a small number of documents of classified markings and storage areas in file cabinets in my home and my, in my, my, my personal library. This was done in the case of the Biden Penn. This was done in the case of the Biden Penn Center. The Department of Justice was immediately, as was done, the Department of Justice was immediately notified, and the lawyers arranged for the Department of Justice to take possession of the document. So you're going to see. We're going to see all this unfold. I'm confident. Thank you very much. Thank you. Joe Bummer Biden say, hey, I know it's classified uh, documents that they found in there, but the classified documents, they 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 ain't no more important than my Corvette. See, I keep my Corvette secure because my Corvette is equal to secure document or classified documents. <laughs> Joe is a mess. I'm telling you, Joe is a mess. Joe say, hey, look, it w- the, the classified documents, the nuclear codes, <laughs> the, the, all of that was in there with my Corvette. Y'all know how much I love my Corvette. And you know my Corvette is secure. So don't worry about that. Don't be fretting about that right now. It's going everything is all right because it was in there with my Corvette and you know my Corvette is locked up secure. He just don't get it. And if anybody fell for that okie doke mess right there, something wrong with you. And especially if you had that type of energy when it came down to President Trump having documents that he was negotiating. He had been negotiating for over two months uh, with the historical archives because they are allowed to declassify uh, documents as the president of the United States of America. He has the sole authority, the sole power to declass uh, classified documents. And he did that under his peripheral of his rights, and they raided him. But you know what? I ain't heard them raiding Joe Obama Biden yet. I, I'm, I I haven't. Have you heard of them raided? I, I I finally heard them mention that they were going to investigate, but we didn't we didn't hear them say nothing about they was going invest, to investigate Trump. And see, that's the kind of hit hypocritical stuff got to stop if there if there's going to be a country to remain uh called the United States of America or the incorporated country of the United States of America and they've been they've been selling us out for a long time but this is this is where rubber meets the road because what is good for the goose is good for the gander 
Uh, if you would, please share, please like, uh, please help us get around the algorithms that big tech uses to suppress our voice. We are, we are that new news and we're striving to bring you information. We have been ahead of the curve for a long time. Since 2020, we've been doing this show and we've been trying to tell people about those juju jabs otherwise known as Vax. We've been trying to tell them. And now all of a sudden, since the leakage from Twitter, this is, make no mistake about it. This is the fallout from the exposure of, of all of those people that are connected to Twitter and information being released by Elon Musk about the FBI and their position and Dr. Fauci and all of these different criminals over there that were bad actors. Uh, uh, you know, uh, they were manipulating uh, elections uh, by things that they were doing. All of this is fallout from that. And people are running scared. It might be the reason why you're seeing me on, on Zuckerbook. It might be the reason why they allow me to do things that I, I wasn't able to do before, such as talk about the juju jab without getting thrown in the in the lockup. But we've been we've been on it, we've been right about it, and we've been trying to tell uh as many people we could. Please share, let somebody know about this, and uh we're gonna uh we're going to get into some more information. We're going to talk about that. We we have evidence, and we're going to uh, bring uh, as much as we can to you guys um, in just a moment. So stick uh, with us. We appreciate it. Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow. Just like you, I had problems sleeping. I tried every pillow out there and nothing worked. Ten years ago, I invented my pillow. It took me two years to develop because I wanted to have everything you would ever want in a pillow. I made sure that you could adjust my patented fill so you could have the exact support you need as an individual regardless of your sleep position. I also wanted a pillow that would last, so I made my pillow machine washable and dryable. I backed my pillow with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. My pillow lets you adjust it to your exact individual needs regardless of sleep position and stays that way all night long so you get the best sleep of your life. top of it the the real president uh who will all, always gonna that respect uh from us even though he's not in the office uh now he was on top of it and he was trying to tell people way back when. his so-called biden center at the university of pennsylvania has already received 70 million dollars from china 70 million that can't be possible. Is that possible? Yeah. New York Post was on it. They was telling us 
about these most of the anonymous donations came after the university announced in February 2017 that it could create the Penn Biden Center, Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement. Joe Biden, whose term as vice president had just ended, was to lead the center. He had been there. There, and we got some some charts and graphs that Ben Johnson did a great job of putting together, exposing this that excuse that uh center up there at Penn University received more money from China over there than than a plethora of universities put together, and Joe Biden with his center over there. They have been giving donations to him uh, to the tune of, of uh, about a million dollars out of all the money they b- were getting. And, and they w- they have been getting a plethora of money. I think I think he even got abused. He getting abused now in the White House by uh, Marxist people with their agenda, racist people with their agenda. And they they happen to have melon in their skin. These people hate our country and they're using Joe Obama Biden and China is using him too. And we're going to get to it uh, in, in a little while where a representative uh, was talking about Joe uh, right on the uh, the White House, uh, I mean, not in the White House, but in the Capitol and exposing what he has been doing. I mean, because it's a tragedy that the FBI knew all of these things uh, back in 2020 and they chose not to get involved. They chose to allow it to go on. They, they had Hunter Biden's laptop and they refuse to do anything about it. But you know what? The tides are turning. We've been praying for this day to come when the tides are turning because you got to understand what has been happening. It has been wickedness prevailing ever since they they got they thought they got away with what they what they did get away with for so long. And it was leading up to that point that our country were thrown into havoc. It was thrown into havoc because things were getting exposed. That's the one thing that they hate about DJT. And you know what? He has some bad vernacular, okay? Bad attitude at times. But he was right about so many things, and he loved our country. Um, it, it, it's no mistake about it. And now we've got a group of individuals that fought, took ridicule, mockery, uh, that stood up to get some things into uh, committees started uh, and hold uh, McCarthy, uh, Kevin McCarthy, foot to the fire or feet to the fire to get him to do the right thing for the United States of America instead of just going along with the routine. Uh, because the routine uh, thing has gotten us to the point where CRT is taking over uh, our country uh, or, or had been taking over our country if it had not been for so many wins that we were able to get in different places and stuff. 
uh, I'm telling you, they they started chaos in our country because they wanted to make this man look so bad. But even still, he was winning and we were winning. Do you remember when we were paying a dollar and some change for gas when it wasn't going to China, when our oil wasn't going to China, when it was being sold to other places, uh, when we were energy independent? Do you know now Joe Bama Biden and his his regime wants to take your gas stove away from you. Yeah, they are right now getting ready to strip away anybody from getting new gas stoves. You know what that's going to do? First of all, what that's going to do is all these ladies and these these men, people that have been saving up their money to buy that new gas stove because I've been hearing it even before they started talking about taking away the gas stove. I heard my wife, I heard others, the other sisters, ladies talking about the gas and they talking about canning and something about the, the canning or with the gas works better than the canning with the electric stoves. It holds it at the right temperature and all of that. Well, you know what that's going to do? All these people that were holding, saving up their money saying, we're going to get me, we're going to get us a gas stage, gas stove because it works better. Those people are going to be denied that. But not only that, those people that work at those companies making the gas stoves, uh, which we do still have some that are made in the United States of America or being sold in the United States of America, are going to be get, uh, going to lose that revenue. You know what? That's going to happen along with the inflation and people not uh, not able to find people to work. Uh, prices soaring. What's going to happen is. They're going to lay off more people. Have you been hearing about people getting laid off lately? I've been hearing about it. I've been hearing about a lot of people getting laid off, a lot of people getting fired. We even uh, understand, got uh, an article um, on uh, today, uh, uh, I believe it was. Hold on. let Let me get it together. We got an article on today. Um, that even BlackRock is getting ready uh, to fire and lay off people, uh, several hundred. Uh, where's that article? At? Um, bear with me for a moment. I'm I'm gonna retrieve that in just a moment. I hope I uh, still have it. Oh, but while I'm looking for that, let me throw this tweet out here about Wall Street Silver. <laughs> Wall, Wall Street Silver said, before we ban gas stoves, can we can we ban can we maybe ban fentanyl first? And you know what a big step towards banning um that right there from getting into the United States, what would go a long way uh, from banning fentanyl would be to close the border. Yeah, that would that would go a long way if we just close the border. Because if we close the border, then they wouldn't be able to, uh, the drug lords wouldn't be able to smuggle over to the United States of America 
um, all the illicit uh, drugs um, like fentanyl that they are bringing over here. Um, I am looking, I'm, honestly, I'm not able to see that right now. But definitely, okay, I do have it now. BlackRock. BlackRock is about to get have to get rid of over five. Uh, uh, it, it says BlackRock, and it's from inside of business, I believe it was. Um, and Ben, uh, ben Zinslip uh, wrote this article. BlackRock plans to dismiss some 500 workers as the asset management company seeks to contend with heavy losses. The company's assets under management declined from $9.5 trillion in the third quarter of 2021 to $8 trillion in the, la- in the third quarter. And what that what that really means is they lost a whole lot of money. They lost eight and a half, I mean a, a million a trillion and a half of money. And you know where a lot of that money, them losses came from? A lot of those losses came from states in the United States that had conservative uh, country-loving Americans that were hearing from their citizens, their constituents, saying, stop giving government money, our state taxes, to BlackRock and Vanguard, who we've been talking about since 2020, that caused all of these properties to be raised up so sky-high using their their strategic strategy in cahoots with um with uh Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum and we, we got even more confirmation of that as last month we found out that they were partnering up and they made it very vocal that they were partnering up with Ukraine to spend more of our tax dollars and money that they're getting from states and uh, entities uh, from countries to spend money over there and develop them in the fourth most corrupt country. Now, I love Ukrainians. There's some Ukrainians uh, not far from us that we get our wood, our firewood from. And I love them. I I talk to them, fellowship with them, and, and, you know, all of this stuff right here. Good people, good-hearted people. Never, They've never done me wrong and always done me good. So this is not towards the people. But the system is the system. And if the system the, it, with the, the people running the system are corrupt, if they're deep state actors, if they're part of the World Economic Forum, then it's trouble. They are trouble. And Ukraine is worse, is more corrupt. And you can talk about Putin all you want to. And he is all of that. But one thing for sure is they... They are not as corrupt as Ukraine because the statistics and those that keep up with it may have declared it before Donald Trump got in office. That Ukraine was the fourth most corrupt country 
in the in the world. I want to go go ahead and give a shout out right quick to Moto Moto Cowgirl 04. Thank you for joining us, Moto. Give a shout out to Ziggy. Thank you guys for joining us here on the Apostolic Conservative Show. Uh, we appreciate the love y'all bring to us over there on the on the peel. And uh, on my view, it's the foxhole. But we thank you so much and all of the rest of you guys that are watching over there that I'm not able uh, to see your names. You are patriots and you are ultra MAGA, I know. And we, we love you for it. And we thank you so much. And we're gonna uh, gonna do some surfing now. I um, I missed some of the patriots that were talking to us on uh, Facebook last night, and I apologize. Uh, we never we got put in the slammer a couple of times over there, but we held our ground, and we're over there on the battlefield of Zuckerbook uh, like uh, never before. Uh, so we appreciate you guys support over there. We're going to keep a lookout for you and, um, even saw some love and communication on rumble. So thank you, uh, guys over there. We're going to uh, get into, uh, we got a few more videos we're going to go to, uh, shortly, but I want to talk to you about, uh, rep chip Roy introduces a bill to define, uh, world health organization do it do you remember that right there do you remember somebody else talking about defunding the world health organization yeah I, I i do if you don't i remember president trump before he left office he uh was uh wanting to uh and 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 made up his mind to get us out of the world health organization because it was one of these entities that was being manipulated and used uh, by these other countries to uh, chart to have us footing the bill while they got all of the enjoyments out of it. Well, Chip Roy. Now I understand uh, that. Marjorie Taylor Greene spilt the beans when they were feuding over the, the house seat, um, the chairman seat in the house or the speaker of the house seat. When they were feuding, she spilt the beans that uh, Chip Roy did not uh, support President Trump in uh, 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 on January the 6th. He went ahead and supported the, uh, the electoral uh, uh, count. Hey, it was a lot of people that 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 have been blind, um, have been caught up in the in the system, and just did not know. I mean, I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. I mean, honestly, I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. Uh, but this right here matters more because the World Health Organization did not do enough to prevent that plague from coming from China over here to the United States of America. And in a sense, they covered for China. They protected them in many ways. And so I, I for one, seeing what was taking place, was glad uh, that President Trump 
wanted to pull us out of there. And I hope this gets some foot, some grounding, uh, some groundwork, um, uh, some legwork uh, from Republicans and Democrats in the Senate. Um, I really do. And it's, you know, it's possible. It is possible that they could uh, get in line and uh, support uh, this bill. You know, I'm because it it, it 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 means a lot when you really look at um the harm that has been caused to our country and the releasing of that thing over here into our country it it will take us a long time to recover and they need to be held accountable many of you may not know that uh Xi Jinping or uh, China president, his, his actual, um, wife who was a part of the, uh, the CCP army was in the CCP army is on the board for, uh, uh, the, the world health organization. So they have a inside ear or inside information to manipulate, to control things, uh, to get word to whoever they need to in the World Health Organization. And just like every other uh, bit of organization, uh, organizations have been weaponized, so has um, the World Health Organization been weaponized against we the people. And it's just it's just fine and dandy about time people started uh some some uh or some uh politicians get some guts, get some boldness, and stand up against this stuff. Uh and as they continue, I was trying to I'm trying to look because there is there's confirmation Okay, I found it. I found it. I found the article, um, and I'm just going to—I'm going to—oh, okay. Wait a minute. You know what? I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I got something where there was a bipartisan move. Wait for it now. Wait for it, guys. It's coming, uh, and we're going to play this video because this was a bipartisan in huge numbers, not this kind of stuff where where four or five people uh, defected from one party, but I'm talking about over a hundred Democrats that joined uh, Republicans in uh, in opposition of what's been taking place with with uh, Joe Obama Biden pushing funds over there to China. Which actually, his son has had ten percent stake in a China company over there that was receiving oil over there to their benefit at low dollars. They screamed at President. Come on, let me. Uh, I'm telling you, son. They screamed. They screamed at President Trump. Uh oh. What I got some kind of something going on. Okay, there we go. So they screamed at President Trump because when he began, uh, there was at one point in time 
where he uh, was buying up oil uh, to fill their oil reserves. Um, And he was buying oil. He was uh, buying oil at like low amounts, like when oil was just like 20 some dollars a barrel. And he filled up our strategic oil supply. Now, those strategic oil supplies are supposed to be for military defense in case wartime. But not only that, but even when uh, when there uh, are storms or disasters have taken place and those oil reserves are to get them to people get all of fuel to people that are in bad situations, you know, where they have to take national guard, have to run up in North in the, in the North where there's big storms and and operations are shut down, but they got to get oil and, and, and and stuff to get these refinery, keep them going. And, and, or, or things like down in Florida, well, uh, storms in, in Louisiana were storms that took out refineries and stuff, and they needed to get all into the system to help families that were uh, needed to heat their homes and all kind of different things like that was taking place. That's what that's for. But Joe Obama Biden has been taking our oil and sending it over to China at the lowest amounts while he shuts down. And then also it's, it's just a, it's just a, a wicked way that they're doing it <laughs> and also buying from them. It's crazy the way they're doing it by selling low and buying high. That's the way Joe d- think about things, but we're going to get into this video uh, right here and hopefully clear it up, leaving a little bit more for you and weakening our electric grid under president Biden and the Democrats control of China gas rises or Congress, sorry, um, gas prices rose to the highest levels in history. Some were forced to pay more than $6 per gallon. Gas prices are still 40% higher today. Diesel prices are up almost $2 a gallon, more than when President Biden took office. The federal government should not be in the business of picking winners and losers, especially when it makes us more dangerously dependent upon China for critical minerals, solar panels, and batteries to produce our own energy and electricity, and strengthens Russia and OPEC's grip on world oil and gas markets. Now to cover up his failed policies driving our energy and inflation crisis, President Biden drained our nation's strategic petroleum reserve at an alarming rate. America's strategic petroleum reserve, once the world's largest stockpile, has been depleted to the lowest level since 1983. President Biden released an unprecedented 250 million barrels of oil in less than two years, more than all former presidents combined. And as we know, much of that oil went to China because our refineries and pipelines are full. It now has uh, nowhere to go here. In In April, the Biden administration sold a million barrels directly to a state owned Chinese company. Millions more barrels went to overseas traders who eventually sent it to China. We also know that China is ramping up its its purchases of crude oil from Russia and the U.S. to boost its own reserves. 
China now controls the world's largest government-controlled stockpile of oil with almost a billion barrels at the expense of American taxpayers and our energy security. America's Strategic Petroleum Reserve is meant for true energy supply disruptions, like those caused by hurricanes and natural disasters, not to help China. Draining our strategic reserves for political purposes and selling portions of it to China is a significant threat to our national security. The administration is not just hurting our own ability to respond to emergencies and national security events. They are actively bolstering the oil reserves of our most dangerous geopolitical adversary, the Chinese Communist Party. This is unacceptable and it must stop. I urge my colleagues to support this bill and prohibit the sale and export of the Strategic Petroleum Reserve crude oil to China. H.R. 22 prevents the Secretary of Energy from selling any products from the, the Strategic Petroleum Reserve to any entity owned under the control or the influence of the CCP, or selling to any other entity that intends to export to China. Enacting H.R. 22, preventing the Biden administration from wasting our strategic reserves is the first step towards flipping the switch and unleashing American energy production. America has led the world in reducing carbon emissions and promoting innovation by utilizing our abundant, clean, affordable, and reliable energy. We can restore this leadership without sacrificing our energy security or making everyday life unaffordable for people. That starts by enacting smart, workable, all of the above strategies that build on this legacy by lowering cost and emissions across the country. It includes our infrastructure and an electricity grid, making it more resilient, unleashing innovation for cleaner natural gas, emissions-free hydropower and nuclear power, and carbon capture technologies. Republicans support a level playing field with a balance of energy sources, but without handing the keys of our energy future over to the Chinese Communist Party. It's time to, it's time to cut the red tape, expand energy production here at home, modernize our infrastructure, invest in new technologies, and create opportunities for jobs and economic development right here in the United States of America. I look forward to passage of this bill today, and I'm eager to get to work with my colleagues on additional solutions to make energy cleaner, more affordable, and more reliable for all Americans. All right, we're going to uh, move on uh, to this uh, next article from Breitbart. Breitbart uh, shared this with his house, uh, creates church-style panel on weaponization of the federal government. And we're going to, in a moment, we're going to go to uh, some comments uh, by Michelle uh, Joyner over on on Facebook, uh, some pretty uh, pretty spot on comments, uh, and we're gonna get to it in just a moment after we go through this article. Uh, but House creates church style panel of weaponization of the federal uh, on weaponization of the federal government. This is what we've been waiting on. We've been waiting on uh, on some white hats, so to say, 
to get involved and at least bringing it to attention and having the floor. Now, they're still not going to have mainstream media totally on their side, but we do see some things changing. Um, And uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later where they are starting to come around to what we've been saying for two years now. The House voted Tuesday to establish the select subcommittee on the weaponization of the federal government, which will have wide ranging powers to investigate alleged civil liberties violations of government agencies. The subcommittee was created on a party line vote, 221 to 211. All Democrats, Democrats, <laughs> I, 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 hey, now listen, I wasn't even trying to be funny then saying Democrats, 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 <laughs> but anyway, um, I did have surge. I'm still uh, in uh, to, with my mouth and um, I'm still overcome that. I'm I'm a country boy, so I, I talk in a countryfied way anyway, but many of you have grown to love my countryfiedness. And um and I'm just gonna keep on and so I might not be able to, I couldn't pronunciate words right in the first place but it got a little bit worse now since I had the surgery earlier this week on on wisdom too but anyway we're gonna go go forward uh it's, it, they they voted uh, along party lines which you can imagine they would do that the subcommittee a product of the uh, negotiations between Speaker Kevin McCarthy and the Republicans who held out for days on voting to elect him as Speaker is modeled after the famous uh, the famous uh, elect him him as oh hold on let me I'm butchering this okay the famous 1975 Church Committee shared chaired by former Senator Frank Church. It will seat 13 members, including five members chosen by House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries. The subcommittee purpose is broad and its authority is far reaching. It is expected to probe numerous government entities, including the Justice Department, FBI, and intelligence communities as well as private companies like Twitter and will have access to classified documents typically only accessible to the House Intel Committee. The subcommittee is also expected to seek access to information related to Biden administration ongoing criminal investigation. Though some uh, pushback from the administration is anticipated rep Jim Jordan is expected to chair the subcommittee boom why if y'all if y'all don't know nothing about Jim Jordan Jim Jordan is a beast uh I'm you know just thinking back when he was uh when he was in one of the committees for the impeachment of President Trump he would ask some show enough serious questions while he was um 
while he was there and they were able to cross examine different people and stuff like that. He's the real deal, asked legitimate questions um, and and got a lot of truth uncovered. And so when he speaks, you want to listen. Um, hey, he's been there for a long time. So, of course, he's been a part. Uh, he's had some kind of dealings with the swamp. But when it comes down to things that really matter to you and I, uh, Jim Jordan is a guy that have stood strong. And so I am, for one, I will be tuning in a good bit for that right there. Uh, Jordan has long conveyed plans to investigate the Biden administration Justice Department and FBI through numerous letters regarding FBI whistleblower complaints and a 1,000-page roadmap laying out alleged misdeeds of the Bureau. Some of these plans uh, could now be uh, executed through a subcommittee. Uh, they have the video that we played earlier this week, um, so I'm not going to um, play that video. But I did want to just go there and cover a couple of things um, to let you know. I mean, they're going to have the the Democrats with their House Speaker, or uh, their uh, uh, the minority uh, Speaker of the House, Jeffrey. Um, he's going to be able to pick his five people to go on the panel. And so... It's not this this twisted stuff like they did in the um, unselect committee where they wouldn't allow Jim Jordan and others to be on there on the uh, committee, the J6, you know, committee uh, that was investigating that because it was full of propaganda. Uh, It was full of uh, select what they want you to hear and, and unselect what they didn't want you to know. And the media worked along with them. Uh, one thing that um, I, I don't have it, I had it prepared uh, yesterday, and we won't get to it today. But one thing, Matt Gates has a bill that he's trying to get passed that will a resolu- resolution that will bring C-SPAN back to the Capitol. And I'm telling you, you just don't know how epic that will be to bring C-SPAN back to the Capitol. Uh, where C-SPAN has multiple cameras. Mm, excuse me. Uh, man, my my mouth is hurting me so bad right now. Um, but C-SPAN has, used to have multiple cameras in, in there to live stream what was going on on the floor, what everything was being said. And this is one way that the left, uh, when they had majority, uh, removed those cameras out of there because C-SPAN, they, they streamed the whole event on the floor. They didn't just, uh, they didn't just, uh, stream bits and pieces, you know, like CNN, Fox News, because there are some things that they don't even want uh, going out and they don't even want you to hear because they push that juju jail. They got millions, uh, hundreds of millions of dollars uh, from Pfizer and Moderna and all of them jokers, uh, like many uh, other institutions uh, to to push uh, the juju jail. And 
you know, you are you are already know how I feel about that right about now, because that heart that that was. Uh oh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to get that off. The, but that harm, um, so many people. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Boop, boop, boop. Sorry about that, guys. I'm trying to uh, do something that I, I'm not accustomed to doing, but I've felt I definitely wanted to get this up here. Let's go here. Because there were some good comments uh, that um, Michelle, let me, um, matter of fact, I'm going to fix this camera uh, angle or uh, view rather. I'm going to fix this view and we're going to get some of those comments over there. All right, so Michelle Lynn uh, said, is he seriously trying to downplay? He was vice president at the time, and he had no clearance uh, to take them, uh, take them on. Uh, only the president has the authority. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. The only, only the president has that type of authority uh, to to bring that kind of um, those those. Uh, classified documents home because he can declassify whatever he wanted to. So it's just a bunch of malarkey that they, what they were pushing when it came down to that. Yeah. We talked about that two tier, two tier justice, uh, system. Yeah. It's got, it, it, it's got to stop and we've got to, We've got to fight like I don't know what uh, to prevent that that mess uh, from continuing to go on like that. And that's why we need to get behind uh, patriots that are pushing and fighting against this stuff. So, you know, support them. Uh, let's let's do that. Let's make things happen, um, because the, the more support they get from us, uh, the more fighting, the more standing up they will do. And the more uh, we win in the end. And so well, there was a one comment that you made that, that caught my attention. And I'm uh, trying to trying to get to that. Um, oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> um, Zelensky makes Putin look like a Boy Scout. <laughs> yeah. And no doubt about it, he make him look like a Boy Scout because he's just that corrupt. When you think about videos that was uncovered about him early on in 2020, uh, 2021, rather, with him and his leotard uh, leather and all of this dancing around uh, with his, with his uh, cheetah-looking uh, outfit on, but I, he wasn't dancing for no ladies the way, way he was looking. He was, dan he, they, he was dancing with a bunch of men like they were dancing for each other. Um, so you can understand why they would be supporting um, Joe Obama, Biden, and all of them would be supporting him in, in that manner that they are. Because first and foremost, Hunter Biden and Burisma have been heavily involved over there. And I would not be surprised along with China. If, uh, 
if Ukraine, if 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 the oligarchs over there that that placed um, Zelensky in power, if they aren't manip- manipulating uh, Joe Obama Biden and in the, the regime, and many of them that were involved over there, like the Ukrainian ambassador, ambassador that uh, came to uh, to give testimony against uh, President Trump and her uh half truths and uh and lies that she uh, flat out pushed covered up by um uh by Adam Shifty Schiff and and his snakeness his snakiness <laughs> uh, I told you I'll make up some words in a moment you you catch on after a while and get with me uh, I, it's just the only thing about it. I don't have the money that Snoop Dogg have when he make when he make up words and all that. And everybody, oh, it's Snoop Dogg. He made up the word, and everybody, even in white collar industry, want to want to talk like Snoop Dogg. Well, I'm just old country by trying uh, to make my way in this world and trying to bring information to people. All right, I, I've got into a little, little hilariousness and, and uh, you know, a little comedy stuff. We're going to get back uh, to information. Like I told you, they're finally catching up with us, and D.C. Uh, Drano uh, put out, he's always putting out good information, staying ahead of the curve. Well, uh, he put out a video uh, that I want to bring to you on, from Fox News where they are finally talking about the real deal. So we are just getting word of this now. Regarding the COVID vaccine, the CDC is now saying that there has been enough cases of people who have had the vaccine, received the vaccine, and then suffered a stroke. The agency will now be investigating any potential links between the shots and strokes in some of those patients. So we are just getting word of this now. Regarding... Yeah, well, who would be some of those people that have, you know, died and suffered strokes? Um... One would be this rising star uh, of, of rugby in uh, 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 Logan Holgate died suddenly at the age of just 18. We've been hearing so many individuals that have died suddenly behind. Uh, no one can. You can only imagine that it's, uh, it's had something to do with this uh Juju jab. Derek Grayson, uh, he's a patriot, ran for office a couple of times in the state of Georgia. Um, I met him, and, and I tell you one thing, he is a strong in- individual. I want to take the time right now. Thank you, uh, Curious uh, Patriot. Uh, appreciate the love you're showing over there. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the blessings we need. I need them. The family needs them. And I'm in the midst of a transition right now uh, from careers into getting in a position where I can do this more on a regular basis and other things. So uh, m- m- please pray for us as we uh, continue to do this. But Derek Grayson said, I'm collecting these for 30 days to help you make up your mind. Uh, 21-year-old U.S. Army uh, fire 
control specialist dies suddenly while in the shower at her Francis uh Francis home. Yeah. I mean, we just covered earlier this week a young man in at uh Air Force Academy that uh suddenly died. Uh had went in cardiac arrest. And now the problem is that uh, mainstream media, they can't hide from it anymore. They can't run from this. It's happening and people are, are realizing they're waking up to it. And they've got to, uh, they've got to, they've got to come out with it. They've got to talk about it. All right, I told you earlier we had information um, that uh, Ben Johnson brought out uh, about uh, Joe Obama Biden and his ties uh, with the Pennsylvania University and how much money he received over there and how much they received from China from that Penn University. The University of Pennsylvania took over $100 million in donations from China. That's 389% more than the average American university takes in for, takes in foreign donations. Odd, why? UPN houses the Biden Center. Did Chinese agents pay to get access to classified documents there? I mean, if liberals were upset about Trump having documents that he was permitted to have uh, that were locked away, actually in a secured area, then they ought to show up be upset about this. And here's a, a, gra- a chart that he made showing the different foreign donations that went to Penn. And you know what else is going to start coming out? What else is going to start? What I we need to dig back in there because we covered it back in twenty in uh in twenty twenty during it towards the end of twenty twenty. We covered it around the same time Trump was talking about it a little bit before he started talking about it while he was on his campaign speech, uh, campaign uh, uh, rallies, holding those. There was information that came out about professors over there that were involved, had some financial ties uh, with laboratories over there in China. And I need to go back and and rediscover that, refine that, uh, you know, find that again to talk about that because it's a lot more to be uncovered, a lot more to be exposed uh, with, when dealing um, or pertaining with that or pertaining to that. Well, when and UPN is asked about that, uh, uh, asked about all of these uh, 
hundreds of millions of dollars that they're receiving. You, UPN can't explain mystery donations from Chinese company. Uh, you can find that at the Washington, uh, blue beacon, uh, uh, Washington free beacon. <laughs> I'm sorry. That blue beacon came out of me because, uh, you guys know that that was formerly my career trucking. Um, and I have seen a many blue beacon truck washes, <laughs> uh, getting them trucks washed off. Uh, and by the way, just talking about that, Joe Obama Biden has us headed towards a catastrophe when it comes down to transportation industry. And I will say not just Joe Obama, but people that support him in California with their carb. Uh, because car originated out of California, they are forcing all trucks um, that are, uh, I believe it was 2016 and older, uh, 2010 and older, out of the trucking industry over there, and they're not allowed to come into California any longer, and they're not allowed to have trucks over there. And as we reported on it earlier earlier this week, it was over 77,000 trucks, uh, owner-operators, many of them, that are going to be forced out of California, forced out of operation. Those trucks uh, were actively running uh up until January. And what is going to happen is when they go to renew their registration to get their IRP, um, they are not going to be able to get their tag. And so they're going to be forced to either run illegally, which I hope they don't and get in all kind of trouble like that, or they're going to shut down. They're going to, if they have the money, you know, they'll go buy another truck. But who wants to get in debt when you had a truck that was paid off of? And that that is the case of many of them that had trucks paid off. But anyway, UPN, they can't explain it. They can't explain where the money came from. And we'll, uh, let's see, we had a... I believe we had at least one more article on that. Yeah, so here we are. UPN struggles to explain the $3 million donation from Hong Kong Shell Company. The school received $3 million from Nice Ramos, uh, Nice Famous uh, Corporation. Limited, which is owned by Chinese national Xi Jinping. Yeah, it's a lot of corruption. It's there. Joe Obama Biden has had his center there for, uh, I believe, since 2017. He's had his classified documents were placed there. Why were they getting millions of dollars from China more than anybody? Uh, I want to give a shout out to Jaska. Uh, Thank you uh, for the support. 
on Cloud Hub. We appreciate the love. Uh, thank you, Isaac Potisa. Thank you for the love. We appreciate it. Thank you guys for the support. All right, guys. Um, we're gonna uh, get a little informational break, but we're gonna we got some more news to cover. Stick with us. Um, we appreciate it. So far on the Reawaken America tour, our past and featured speakers have included Mel Kay, Dr. Vladimir Zelenko, Dr. Dave Martin, Charlie Kirk, Donna Clement, Stella Emanuel, Owen Troyer, Alex Jones, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Karen Kingston, Chad Prather, Praise and Worship Leader Sean Foyt. Pastor Archer Pulowski, Seth Holhouse, Dr. Judy Mikevitz, Alan Keyes, Melissa Tate, Pastor Leon Benjamin, Mike Lindell, Eric Trump, Pastor Mark Burns, and Vandersteel. Dr. Richard Bartlett, Ian Smith, Pastor Dave Scarlett, Gene Ho, Mike Adams, Simone Gold, Scott McKay, Dr. Christiane Northrup, Amanda Grace, Dr. Mark Sherwood, Anna Kate, Del Big Tree. Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, Dr. Andy Wakefield, Dr. Jim Meehan, Lee Dundas, Dr. Eric Naputi, Alfie Oaks, Pastor Todd Coconato, Floyd Brown, Sheriff Richard Mack, election expert Seth Keschel, Pastor Phil Hotzenpiller, Attorney General Ken Paxton, Dr. Rashid Batar, Sam Sorbo, Senator Wendy Rogers, Sheriff Vic Rigolato, and you're going to absolutely love this event. Whoa. And remember, folks, it's the Great Reawakening versus the Great Reset. Guys, if you uh, would have a desire uh, to make it up to Nashville, Tennessee, uh, they uh, coming up next week, they still have tickets available. And you can uh, purchase your ticket by going to the description of the show. Or go to, you can just simply go to uh, timetofreeamerica.com where you can purchase tickets to there. Uh, we know that there's future events uh, that are going forward and uh, somewhere near you. Um, but we'll be up there in Nashville, Tennessee. We'd love to meet you guys. Uh, just when you go there to purchase your ticket, if you would support the Apostolic Conservative Show by using promo code APCO show, APCO show, and we appreciate that support uh, from you guys. All right, we're gonna go uh, here and we're gonna go to this because, uh, according to Cash Patel. Joe Obama Biden will be in some serious trouble. So let's play this out. Okay, so let's pretend. So let's play this out. So let's play this out. Okay, so let's pretend. It's going to pause again. I apologize for that. We're going to get it restarted. So let's play this out. Okay, so let's pretend. Let's just pick somebody who I'm rather upset with who harmed me, Jack Dorsey. So let's say that let's say that one of these committees, okay, let's say Marjorie Taylor Greene or Matt Gates or Chip Roy or Anna Paulina, they subpoena Jack Dorsey. And Jack Dorsey is in Tahiti. 
and he says, forget it, I'm not going to testify. The precedent has been set, though, Cash, that you get indicted and have to face jail time. Look at Steve Bannon. Yeah. And even though I believe it was wrong, I think Steve Bannon had actually executive privilege here. And so did, there's now a precedent where they better follow these subpoenas or else a defiance of a congressional subpoena can mean jail time. Is that correct? That's absolutely correct. But here's where that we, we, we have a Department of Justice that is uh, a two-tier system of justice. No, of so course, obviously, yes. But here's the, here's the kicker. It will be, whether he makes it or not, set to go. Three yards. The crowd will tell you whether he makes it or not. Set to go. Snap, ball down, kick is up. And I did this during my time at Russiagate. When you have a Department of Justice that you cannot rely on to, to fulfill a congressional subpoena and, pe and, and force people who violate it, Congress actually has this thing called inherent contempt of Congress powers, which means the Speaker of the House can send the Sergeant at Arms out and go and arrest anyone that defies a congressional subpoena. Wow. Now, if you want to see whether these Republicans actually have backbone, that's the law. Now, hold on, slow down. They can so, do slow down. So, so, so we got 45 seconds. I've never heard that before. So you're trying yeah. to tell me Kevin McCarthy, let's say Fauci defies a subpoena. Yeah. He can be arrested by the sergeant at arms at the direction of Kevin McCarthy. And held in detention. Where? Well, there are jail cells at the bottom of the Capitol building. People don't know that, but they're there. <laughs> you're blowing my mind, Cash. All right, more with Cash Patel after the break. You got my mind thinking here. People say they're never get arrested. We'll see. I did not know that. And this next video is what it's going to take with this church uh, style um, investigative committee. But let me tell you this. In the need to develop a capacity to know what potential enemies are doing, the United States government has perfected a technological capability that enables us to monitor the messages that go through the air. Uh, these messages uh, are between ships at sea. They could be between units, uh, military units in the field. We have a very extensive capability um, of intercepting messages wherever they may be in the airways. Now, that is necessary and important to the United States as we look abroad at enemies or potential enemies, we must know. At the same time, that capability at any time could be turned around on the American people. And no American would have any privacy left, such as the capability to monitor everything, telephone conversations, telegrams, it doesn't matter. There would be no place to hide if this government ever became a tyranny if a dictator ever took charge in this country, the technological capacity that the intelligence community has given the government could enable it to impose total tyranny. And there would be no way to fight back because the most careful effort 
to combine together in resistance to the government, no matter how privately it was done, is within the reach of the government to know. Such is the capability of this technology. Now, why is this investigation important? I'll tell you why. Because I don't want to see this country ever go across the bridge. I know the capacity that is there to make tyranny total in America. And we must see to it that this agency and all agencies that possess this technology operate within the law and under proper supervision so that we never cross over that abyss. There, that's the abyss from which there is no return. Now, if, if, if there has ever been an abyss, we're, we're on the brink of it right now with what is happening in the United States, and not only the United States, but it's happening all across the world. When you see what's happening in Brazil, people are sick and tired of it. They're fed up uh, with these swamp creatures, these people that have elected themselves and got in position and manipulating things the way that they want them to enrich themselves. Just think about this. There have been very few presidents that have, or leaders or whatever country you want to drop out there, that got into office and ended up losing money. You understand what I'm saying? They got in the office and they actually lost money. But we know one, we know one political figure that got in office and over the span of four to five years lost money. But we also know people, uh, and I can speak uh, to the most part about the United States of America, but we know it's the same thing that are happening all across the, uh, the world because we know that there are people that have been set up in positions to uh, push agendas that, that, that benefit those in the United States. And they only push those agendas in those other countries because they're getting kickbacks from the system over here. But there are several leaders in the United States of America that have pushed their own agendas to enrich themselves. And that is why they really hate the one individual that got in the office and ended up losing millions of dollars. They knew they was in trouble when that man got in the office in 2017 and ended up giving his, his uh, salary back to we the people. The tune of $400,000 uh, a year was given back uh, to we, the people in various uh, situations to help uh, people that were in need. Mainstream media don't talk about, they, they don't like to talk about that, but that happened. We got what we was praying for. It just didn't look like what we want, what we were praying for.
many, many religious leaders had been praying for decades, at least a couple of decades. I know for myself, they had been praying that there would be somebody that would stand up against uh, the the government pushing what wasn't termed at the time woke policies, but we knew that they were antichrist policies. And there were religious leaders praying that someone would come and fight against uh, the government before we went down that slippery, as we were going down the slippery slope in the scene of degradation uh, of against uh, the word of God. And when it got here, we thought it would be someone smooth talking uh, with etiquette, uh, with political correctness and etiquettes and politeness and all of these things right here. But it is my belief that God sent a warrior. And sometimes in war, it gets a little messy. And whether you believe it or not, we have been in war for several years now. It's just not been war as we're used to seeing in the history books where they sent they sent our people, our young, our children. Uh, they sent our young people off the battle in wars uh, that, that never ended because they were enriching themselves, uh, uh, plundering uh, countries all over the world. It is what it is whether it was meant that to be that way or whether it was set up uh, to happen like that. That indeed was taking place and we've shown so much confirmation over and over again. Food supplies have been completely wiped out. We have our evacuation of all counties. I report complete devastation. There are forces in this world that remind us of how fragile we are. We thought we were safe. We thought it could never happen to us. Then life like a fog descends upon us, blanketing our memories. Through the haze, we travel its hidden paths, lost in its secret places. And when the storm, turbulent and immovable, forces us to shelter, we remember. It calls to us, calls us back. Back to the ports and the harbors of our past. We fight the currents that pull and drag us off course, not a light or star to chart the way. And when we arrive, we don't always know it at first, the places we once loved guised by time. Then we see it, the place we've been trying to get back to, Safe at last, we've found our way home.
2 Timothy 3 and 1 says, But know this, that in the last days there shall be perilous times. We're living in perilous times now where there's rioting, looting, and natural disasters leaving people without power for several days. You can be the hero to your family by stocking up on your My Patriot supply of food. With a shelf life of 25 years, you can be that hero. Click on the link below and order your supply. Uh, we have one more uh, video I want to play uh, before we get to that segment we call A Moment in the Word. And uh, this is uh, from George Reed having uh, Byron uh, Donald on her show where uh, she bit off a, a little bit more than she could handle. And we played uh, the latter part of this interview um, not long ago. Uh, I th think it may have been this week, but I wanted to play this again, play this because it had an extended uh, the earlier part of that that was quite an exchange that took place because we find out, and if you didn't know, uh, they can be some very racist people themselves. Uh, when you look at it, and I'm playing the card because color matters so much to them until that color has a Republican in front of it. And then they talk, they treat them and they talk to them as though uh, they are, you know, the, the dumbest people in the world. We are the dumbest people in the world. But yet, they didn't question uh, the one-term senator that became president of the United States of America. Laws, you voted, uh, you, one, sir, you defend voting laws that said getting rid of ballot harvesting is a good thing that we did. So you've defended the Florida voting laws. Um, and you've actually laws in the country, the Florida voting laws, Florida election laws are the mm -hmm. best election laws in the country. And go you, ask Arizona, go ask California, one, go ask New York. Uh, we do it the best. You were nominated for speaker. Yeah. You've been in Congress one term. Yes. Well, what were your qualifications to be Speaker of the House? Well, look, I think my colleagues, they recognize my leadership and they've seen it in many leaps and bounds. Can you even give specifics? In one term. Secondarily, I've served before at the state level, now here at the federal level. What were your Third, specific qualifications to be Speaker? I, I actually understand budgets. I understand what the long term okay. ramifications what are. The are what is the job of the Speaker? Fourth. Hold on a second. I'm we have to have a conversation. I'm trying. What is the, cutting me off hold on. What is the job of Speaker? Can you explain what the job of Speaker is? Of because course. the job of Speaker doesn't have to do every single member of Congress has served. Okay, what is the job? The job of the Speaker of the House, number one, is to actually make sure that the Congress is operating on time. It largely sets the agenda for the conference, mm -hmm. I mean, for the entire House of Representatives. Mm -hmm. It actually engages in negotiations with the Senate and the White House on major issues, key issues. The Speaker of the House has security clearances that most members do not have. You're number three, obviously, in the line to the presidency, mm -hmm. and there's much, much more. And the job mm -hmm. is critical. Oh, and by the way, the Speaker of the House is also responsible for security. At and the fundraising, and fundraising, of right. Course. And so you've been there one term, mm -hmm. and you're you're saying that you would be prepared after one term to do the job that Speaker Pelosi and others who were in leadership, you ran for leadership mm -hmm. and you lost that leadership race to the congresswoman, a congresswoman who ended up being in leadership, right? So you were not elected to leadership, but you believe that though you've never served in leadership ever and you've only served one term, 
that you believe you were qualified because you got into it back and forth with a fellow congresswoman who was critical of the nomination because it definitely looked like they were looking for a response to Hakeem Jeffries in you. Uh, no, that was not any. Because you've literally any. been there for one term. So you okay. you do I mean, not, you you've never to, been in leadership. I'm asking I, you the question. I'm, I'm so answering. That's what, and answer? the reason I'm asking that, I'm okay, just going to ask you this All question, right, is one of the things that, not, I don't know that you said it, but members have said is that they wanted to highlight the diversity of the conference. There are four African-American members in the House caucus, the Republican caucus. There are 56 members in the Democratic caucus. So just, it's more diverse. There are more African-American members just that are House committee ranking members. They're at the same number that are actually members of the entire Republican House caucus. So do you not believe that the idea was to make a diversity statement by nominating it? Well, actually, first, that was not the idea. Because I was in the room when the decision was made by people who chose to nominate me. That never came. And, well, and you, you still on. not explained I, how you how you were qualified. You've never been in leadership. Your, are you going to let me answer your question? Sure, or you tell us. Over me? Okay. Mm-hmm. Number two. Now let's go back. The reality is, is that a lot of members actually do believe in my ability to lead. They do. Am I to be despised for my youth? Because I've served one term when members know that I have the ability to engage other members through the conference. But it's even bigger than that. Listen, we were at an impasse last week in our in our speakership elections. We got that done. Kevin McCarthy is now Speaker of the Mm -hmm. House. At the same time, I was working with members on both sides of our conference to make sure that we can get the job done. And we did. Mm -hmm. And that's the only thing that matters. What we told Democrat leadership when they went down this this pathway of removing members from committee is basically saying you should not do that. Because if it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. Let's be very clear. Ilan Omar has said things that are reprehensible. To, to, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. She has said terrible things about about the Jewish community, so much so that resolutions had to go to the House floor about them, and they were watered down. With respect to Eric Swalwell and to uh, the other gentleman, that's something for Speaker McCarthy to speak to in more detail because he's going to make those decisions. But we were very clear in the 117th Congress. We should not be going down this pathway of saying, oh, that member said this. They got to be kicked off of committees. But that's happening. No, 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 no. We're not. What we're doing is so you did it. So So now this is what happens. This is the response. Mm -hmm. Let's get back to the status quo of you pick your committee people. We'll pick ours. We are actually going to get to border security. We're going to get to energy policy. We have to go through debt ceiling. We're going to have to figure out a way to cut our spending, curtail our spending, Mm -hmm. because we're living well beyond our means. That is the work of the Republican conference in the next Congress. This other stuff is kind of a sideshow. My friend Jody Arrington, who's going to chair budget, he wants to look into the budget and also look into entitlements. Do you know that Social Security is going to be insolvent in 2035? It is not going to be. That yes, is not true. That, that is actually, actually not true. No, it's say. actually not now, true. Joy, it's actually I'm a not true. Professional. It's actually not. It, but it's actually not true. Financial community. I That's actually not true. That's actually not true. Will go insolvent. That's actually not true. Those are the facts. That's not true. Should we not prepare that is not for true. that? What the Republican Party and what the Tea Party have proposed is privatizing Social Security, which would actually subject Social Security to the whims of the market, which I don't think that people, that's not what they paid into. If you look at the returns of the S&P 500 since 2006, the returns of the S&P 500 since 2006, that includes 2008. Okay, so you support privatizing Social Security. I want to explain to you. 
I am a financial professional. I'm securities licensed. Actually, I just lost my licenses because I'm not allowed to trade anymore because I'm a member of Congress. Mm -hmm. But let me assure you, if you look at the S&P 500 from 2006 until today, the growth rate in the S&P 500 would have more than taken care of Social Security, way more than the federal government And has. each time that way you had more. a crash, it would subject people's no, Social Security true. funds I'm, to a crash. Hold on a second. So let me just, in, hold on a second. Ahead, We're not going to have ahead, a whole long thing ahead, on Social ahead, Security. Ahead, but let me just be clear. You and you are in favor of privatizing Social Security. No, I'm not in favor but you of just argued for it. it. I okay. said you, you, you just brought it up and it. I brought you the facts but so you on S&P 500. So if a bill came forward to privatize Social Security before. No, because what we should be doing... Okay. Then it's a moot point. Should, then it's a moot point. It's not a moot point. Then it's You're a trying point. to put words in my mouth. I'm but trying you to explain just to explained policies. that the S&P would be the a better return than Social Security. Given better returns so then you're for privatizing That is a fact. Don't cheap in privatization when the data is crystal clear that the returns would have been better. Okay, you're for You've said that you're for That means that it would have been a better situation than what we've seen to this point. Let's... Wow. You know, let's first of all, early on in there, she wanted to talk statistics about, you know, they have more diversity in the Democrat Party than in the Republican Party. And that, that that's true. I mean, it's just evident that that's true. Uh, there is a lot of people that have sold out years ago that walked away from the Republican Party because there were things given being given out uh, of this world's earthly good that, you know, uh, quite frankly, people were hurting and didn't have, and they were willing to give. Uh, as long as they sold out and were willing uh, to help them in their agenda in their Marxist uh, abortionist agenda. And many people went that route. Now, there are many, and I would dare to say most minorities would actually line up with their values along with Republicans more than they do with the Democrat party that they vote for. But many of them, as soon as they have a mind of themselves and start thinking for themselves, they get bombarded, especially if they happen to speak out and say something about that, that gives the tune that they might leave the Democrat plantation. And it is then when family members or whoever it is will begin to attack them, not with facts, but with ridicule, with mockery. And so it's kind of hard for the Republican Party to expand when you have uh, many people that they would try to reach or just so flat out intimidated or afraid to make a move because of everything they have heard. You, you have to be a strong individual uh, to separate yourself from the Democrat plantation because of the bitterness, the vitriol of hatred that will come towards you when you make that move. And I know what I'm talking about 
because there will be people that have not said anything, talked to you, um, commented on any of your social media, but let you say something that that shows your conservative values lining up with the Republican Party, and then you become wor- the worst enemy they could ever imagine. And they don't even know why, other than you saying you got an R on the side of your name, and they automatically think that they got to hate you because they feel like you hate yourself. When, obviously, our policies help uh, minorities such as myself and others, the world more than uh, this uh, dependency on government that the left wants to perpetuate to everyone out there in the world. And so, guys, I want to thank you uh, for sticking with us on tonight. Um, We've had a great time. Um, We got a big weekend. Looking forward uh, to uh, seeing you guys on uh, Monday night. Um, around, uh, actually we're going to be live early. We're going to go live earlier, uh, because we're going to have a guest, uh, Clay Clark will be coming on the show, um, on, uh, uh, Monday night. And I'm, uh, excited, uh, to have him on here with us. Uh, so get ready. Um, it's going to be great. It's going to be exciting. Uh, Clay Clark, uh, who, has spearheaded uh, the Reawaken America tour with General Flynn, uh, who encouraged him to do that. Um, and we'll see we'll see him on Monday night and look forward to see them up there in Nashville, Tennessee. Guys, if there's any way you can help us out, we really appreciate it because uh, in this transition, uh, funds definitely aren't uh, where they've been before, and uh, we'd appreciate any support that you guys can give us um, greatly. Um, and I just wanted to uh, say that because I, um, it is a reality where we're at. You can go to our website, uh, uh, check out our merch, um, and you can check out things that you may uh, would like uh, to purchase and to support our show. Um, and support us making it up there. You can scan the QR code, and uh, we'd appreciate it. Whatever, whatever you're able to do. Hopefully, you find some things that you like and that uh, you can uh, go forward with and supporting our brand. All right, now let's get into my favorite part of the show, and. Today, uh, we're going to be coming out of uh, Luke chapter 6. And uh, let me get it it pulled up on my end. All right. uh, Luke chapter 6, verse 47 through 49. Whosoever cometh to me and heareth my sayings and doeth them, So first of all, there's three things right there. First of all, you got to come to the Lord. You got to come to hear his word. You got to come to those that are speaking the word of God. 
you're there. You're here now. Uh, you already have a relationship with, with Christ. You're, and, and this is meant for you. Whether you've never had a walk with God or you, you're trying to walk with God now, or, or, or rather you've got a strong walk uh, with the Lord. We still have to do these things right here. First, we had to come to him. And then we had to uh, be a hearer. Cause you can come to some someone and they can try to give you truth, but if it goes through one ear and out the other, then it does you no good. We got to uh, re- retain, and that's why I say heareth. Now, there's something very important about this in the King James that I really love, because in the King James, when you see words uh, that have eth on them, it means continuation. It means you didn't just do it one time and stop. So in where the King James said cometh, it means continue to come over and over again to the word of God or to Jesus, which who is the word of God. And he said, heareth my sayings and continue to hear his sayings. He goes on to say, and doeth them. Because you first got to come and continually come. Then you got to continually hear his saying. But then most of all, we've got to be a doer of his word. What we hear from him. And he goes on and says, I will show you to whom he is like. He is like a man which built in house and dig deep. So that individual that comes continually, that individual that hears continually, that individually, that individual that is a doer continually is like that man that built the house and digged it deep and laid the foundation on a rock. It wasn't laid on sand. It wasn't laid on uh, just wood, a wooden platform. Uh, it, it, it was laid on a rock. It mean, it was solid, but he goes on and says, uh, and when the flood arose, when the flood rose up, you know, cause back in biblical times, they wanted to be next to the rivers. They wanted to be close, uh, to the water because it was the source of life, uh, for them. But when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon that house and could not shake it, but it was founded upon a rock. But he that heareth and doeth not is like a man that without a foundation built an house upon the earth against which the stream did beat vehemently and immediately it fell and the ruin of the house was great. So that person that, that doesn't continue to come to God's word, that person that, that that doesn't continue to read the Bible, that person that doesn't continue to meditate so he can hear the word of God, that person that doesn't continue to do the word of God in their lives will be like that person that has built his house on the earth, on dirt, on sand. And that, that person will not be able to stand 
when the storms of life comes, when the river rises, when the flood comes in against you. But I hear the prophet Isaiah saying, when the spirit, when, when the spirit of the Lord comes in like a flood, He'll lift up a standard against them. So the enemy, whether you think the enemy coming in like a flood, the spirit of God will lift up a standard against them. Or whether you read that verse like that, when the the, the spirit of the Lord comes, he'll come in like a flood and take out uh, the enemy in the midst of the storm. I just want to encourage you tonight, and I know that was a little bit more exhaustive than I normally do, but I'm telling you, it's beautiful how Jesus, Jesus Christ uses things that were practical and there was nothing more practical to people during biblical times than them building a house because they didn't have uh, it set up as I talked about it earlier today um, during our uh, our uh, lunch break in the word I talked about it earlier today is that Jesus talked about things that were practical and it was nothing more practical than building a house see they didn't have uh, a a a, a, a finance company to go to. They didn't have a realtor that they could call on and just lead and find a house for them. They either had to build a house or they had to find one that was already existing. And if they found it already existing, then they had to make some upkeep on it for it to be in good condition. So people were well versed in building houses and taking care of things. And so they understood how important the foundation was for the building, uh, for that house, for that structure. And so Jesus spoke to us in ways that we could understand. And it's so beautiful how God loves us enough that he will make things simple for us to, to be able to understand that even a child wouldn't err. And so I want to encourage you tonight. God bless you. God, uh, we love you. Uh, God loves you most of all. And just know that as you cling to his word, he'll build you up. As you cling to his word, he'll strengthen you. When As you cling cling to his word and continue to come to his word, continue to hear his word, continue to be a doer of his word. He'll strengthen you to where you can be able to stand things that you would not in otherwise been able to stand because he loves you that much. God bless you guys. Thank you uh, for being with us in this moment in the word. Now, guys, um, I want to say, please keep Crystal and I in your prayers as we strive to do the will of God for our lives, knowing no matter uh, uh, what happens, we're all in this together. And where we go one, we go all. And you can always find the original plan of salvation in your Bibles in the book of Acts, the second chapter and the 38th verse. God bless you. We love you. We thank you. We appreciate you. Uh, may you go in peace and enjoy your weekend. Have a blessed and a safe weekend. Lord willing, we'll see you next week uh, on Monday evening. Uh, excited about getting ready to have another uh, special guest. Uh, keep praying for us in Jesus' name. All right. God bless you. Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow. Just like you, I had problems sleeping. I tried every pillow out there and nothing worked. Ten years ago, I invented my pillow. It took me two years to develop because I wanted to have everything you would ever want in a pillow. 
I made sure that you could adjust my patented fill so you could have the exact support you need as an individual regardless of your sleep position. I also wanted a pillow that would last, so I made my pillow machine washable and dryable. I backed my pillow with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. My pillow lets you adjust it to your exact individual needs regardless of sleep position and stays that way all night long so you get the best sleep of your life. Next to your Corvette, what were you thinking? Let me, uh, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, people, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Okay? So it's not like you're sitting out in the street. So but anyway. Yes, as well as my Corvette. Um, but uh, as I said earlier this week, people know I take classified documents and classified material seriously. I also said we're cooperating fully and completely with the Justice Department's review. As part of that process, my lawyers reviewed other places where documents in my, uh, of, from my time as vice president were stored, and they finished the review last night. They discovered a small number of documents of classified markings and storage areas in file cabinets in my home and my, in my, my, my personal library. This was done in the case of the Biden Penn. This was done in the case of the Biden Penn Center. The Department of Justice was immediately, as was done, the Department of Justice was immediately notified, and the lawyers arranged for the Department of Justice to take possession of the document. So you're going to see. We're going to see all this unfold. I'm confident. Thank you very much. Thank you. Was then was a former vice president of the United States, then candidate for the presidency of the United States, now president of the United States, had no idea that his son was engaged in the sale of a cobalt mine to a Chinese company at the same time when the centerpiece of Joe Biden's energy policy is electric cars in the United States and more green technology. I mean, come on, folks, that is just crazy. Hunter Biden was readily involved in the transactions dealing with Chinese companies for a mineral that is critical to the Democrat agenda respect, with respect to the Green New Deal. If Congress should not investigate what's going on between Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, then I don't even know what we're doing here, folks. We might as well just wait till the midterms are over. Are you so do you mean His so-called Biden Center at the University of Pennsylvania has already received $70 million from China. $70 million. That can't be possible. Is that possible? So let's play this out. Okay, so let's pretend. So let's play this out. Okay, so let's pretend. Let's just pick somebody who I'm rather upset with who harmed me, Jack Dorsey. So let's say that let's say that one of these committees, okay, let's say Marjorie Taylor Greene or Matt Gates or Chip Roy or Anna Paulina, they subpoena Jack Dorsey. And Jack Dorsey is in Tahiti and he says, forget it, I'm not gonna testify. The precedent has been set though, Cash, that you get indicted and have to face jail time. Look at Steve Bannon. Yeah. And even though I believe it was wrong, I think Steve Bannon had actually executive privilege here. 
And so did, there's now a precedent where they better follow these subpoenas or else a defiance of a congressional subpoena can mean jail time. Is that correct? That's absolutely correct. But here's where that we, we, we have a Department of Justice that is uh, a two-tier system of justice. No, of so course, Congress, obviously, yes. But here's the, here's the kicker. It will be whether he makes it or not. Set to go. Three yards. The crowd will tell you whether he makes it or not. Set to go. Snap. Ball down. Kick this up. this during my time at Russiagate. When you have a Department of Justice that you cannot rely on to, to fulfill a congressional subpoena and, pe- and, and force people who violate it, Congress actually has this thing called inherent contempt of Congress powers, which means the Speaker of the House can send the Sergeant at Arms out and go and arrest anyone that defies a congressional subpoena. Wow. Now, if you want to see whether these Republicans actually have backbone, that's the law. No, hold on, slow down. They can so, do slow down. So, so, so we got 45 seconds. I've never heard that before. So you're trying to tell me Kevin McCarthy, let's say Fauci defies a subpoena. Yeah. He can be arrested by the sergeant at arms at the direction of Kevin McCarthy. And held in detention. Where? Well, there are jail cells at the bottom of the Capitol building. People don't know that, but they're there. You're blowing my mind, Cash. All right, more with Cash Patel after the break. You got my mind thinking here. People say they're never going to arrest it. We'll see. I did not know that. Then when they start messing with them, no other choice but to step up. Don't bother me, I know that God with me and don't look down at the flow. No, apostolic and all things 